Welcome to the podcast of Life Church in Houston, Texas. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We hope that this message inspires your week, builds your faith, and ultimately brings you closer to Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. I wanted to be able to leave, though, a word with you here today that I help you in in the days ahead. I'm going to direct your attention to Genesis chapter 2, Genesis chapter number 2, and we're going to look at verses 4 and 5. Genesis 2 and verse 4, it says, this is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, notice this is very interesting and Most likely you've skimmed over this passage before. I know that I have. It says, this is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. If you're familiar at all with the Bible, specifically with the book of Genesis or the book of beginnings, particularly this context, the early chapters in Genesis, the main focus is a place called the Garden of Eden. Even if you are not a church person or very biblically well-versed, you are familiar with the Garden of Eden. It is synonymous in our minds with paradise. It is synonymous in our minds with perfection. In fact, just last week, my family and I were in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, En este momento hay alguien de este lindo país, de nuestro hermoso México. ¿Dónde está la raza? Órale pues. I was in Puerto Vallarta earlier in the week and you talk about a beautiful, beautiful place. Talk about paradise. Man, we had an amazing, amazing time. My, My niece was celebrating her quinceanera and we were there beneath the palm trees and I would imagine that the majority of us when we start thinking about paradise when we start thinking about the Garden of Eden we think about a place like Puerto Vallarta or maybe like Galveston (laughs) or Destin or somewhere in the, in the Caribbean. We've, we've got this image of paradise. We're there in the sand, the waves are washing up and there's palm trees swaying. Maybe we can hear in the distant the sounds of Jimmy Buffett music and there's a hammock there and we've got a, a drink with a pink umbrella in it and And all is well, it's a place of recharging, a place of relaxing, no responsibilities, low stress. And and all of us, every single one of us, we are wanting to 
be in a place just like that. We want Eden. We want paradise. We want perfection. But much to my surprise, as we look here to Genesis chapter number two, we see that in this moment, that the garden wasn't perfect, but it was good. It was good, but it wasn't perfect. It, it wasn't finished, but it was ready. It wasn't done, but it was prepared. Do you see there in Genesis 2, at this point in time, as we're thinking about perfection and paradise, notice nothing had grown. Nothing had sprouted. There was no fruit yet. There were no avocados. There were no pineapples. There were no mangoes. There was nothing there quite yet because as we found out, man actually had to do its part in the whole process. Man has to work the land. And we see in Genesis chapter two that God has entrusted into each and every one of us, into our hands, a great power. The power is in your hands. The power is in my hands to partner with God to prepare our perfect, to prepare our paradise. But here's what happens. The majority of us, we spend our life searching for the perfect place. Because in our minds, we have a vision, we have an idea of what paradise looks like. We have an idea of what Eden looks like when it comes to our finances, when it comes to our marriages, maybe even the church that we're a part of, the career that we're pursuing, if we're responsible for leading people, maybe what that team looks like, them being able to realize their potential. We all in our mind have an idea of what perfection looks like. If if I had that, that's what paradise in my marriage would be. If I had that, that's what Eden in my finances would be. And I have discovered through the years of pastoring and helping and leading people that so many spend their entire lives searching for the perfect place. They're looking for the perfect marriage. They're looking for the perfect job. They're looking for that perfect financial deal, that financial situation. And I would say this, if we are not careful, we can waste an entire lifetime searching for paradise, searching for the finished place, searching for the Garden of Eden as we have it conceived in our minds. But here in Genesis chapter number two, we see a picture. We see that although all of the raw materials are there and that although the potential is there, the land isn't finished. The land is ready, but it's, it's, it's not complete. It's not quite yet paradise. And so I've come today to say, because I really feel so strongly like God is, if to no one else, God is speaking to me, but I really believe that God is speaking to you and I, that he's speaking to all of us, that this church, that this 
marriage that you are in, this job, this business idea, your leadership potential, whatever the case may be, it is a prepared place. It's not yet a perfect one. It is not yet ideal, but it's ready. And it is where you and I are going to partner with God to cultivate the earth and to bring the best out of it. I just want to say to someone here today that God has you exactly where you are supposed to be. You are with the spouse that you're meant to be with. You've got the income that you're meant to have at this moment. You are a part of the church that God is wanting to have you planted in. You are exactly where God is wanting you to be. You need to forget about looking for other things and checking out other options because perfection begins just the way that you're realizing it in this moment. And so do not cancel and do not condemn the place that you're in right now. I know it might look dark and it might look frustrating and you may feel like you want to pull your hair out and it seems like it's not coming together and you wish that it was better. I realize that you know all of their flaws and you can see all of their issues and you could, you could spend hours explaining to me why this is not perfection, why this is not Eden, why this is not paradise, but do not condemn or cancel where God has you. You are here by sovereign design. In fact, Benjamin Franklin said this. He said, any fool can criticize, can condemn and complain, and most fools do. So we are not put where God has us to cancel it or to condemn it. We are there so that we can prepare our perfect. In fact, why don't you turn to your neighbor beside you and tell them, prepare your perfect. Prepare your perfect. Tell the person on the other side of you, prepare your perfect. Listen, we love the grand finale. We love the finished product. We like the palm trees and the hammocks and the waves and the pineapples. We love the finished product, but God loves the small beginnings. Even Eden started in this fashion. Genesis 2 shows us that it didn't just show up exactly how God had it in mind. God does his best work partnering with you and I in the process of preparing our perfect. And think about how God has always worked from Genesis to Revelation, from the backside of the desert, in the fields with the sheep, a manger, an upper room. God's kingdom always starts in the seeds of small things. So you have to prepare your perfect. I've come today just to encourage you, those of you that might be frustrated that your life isn't exactly as you would want it to be, your business, your money, your marriage, whatever the case may be, I've come today just to encourage you and let you know that if Adam had to help make Eden a paradise, you just need to roll up your sleeves and get to work with God. 
and let's start working bit by bit. He's, got, he's given you all that you need, all of the potential, all the tools, all the building blocks. Look at what it said. It said that nothing had grown yet, Genesis 2, nothing had grown yet because, because God had not yet sent rain to water the earth and there were no people to cultivate the soil. What that tells me is that as we are about preparing our perfect, that if we will do our part, that if we will roll up our sleeves and if we'll go to work, if we'll sow, if we'll invest, if we'll be strategic, if we'll work hard, if we'll roll up our sleeves and work with the raw materials that God's given us, work with the potential that he's placed on the inside of us, if we will do our part, then God is going to do his part. And God's gonna do for you and God's gonna do for me what we cannot do for ourselves because I have learned over the years there are some things that are in my power to do, but there are some things that I cannot do on my own because it is not by might and it is not by power, but it is by my spirit, says the Lord. And if you'll do your part in preparing your paradise, God's going to do his. And you just watch the very thing that caused you frustration and the very thing that made you feel like you needed to give up is going to be the very place where you're going to enjoy the goodness and the blessings of the Lord. Can we stand? together all over this house I've come to encourage you just to prepare your perfect I'm sure you've noticed over the last few years that in social media there are a lot of people that are very vocal about all of the things that are not right in the world and I would be the first to tell you that that this world this broken sinful desperate world is is far from being a paradise it's far from being perfect it's far from being a garden of eden but but simple steps like we've made today to sponsor a child that's in extreme poverty what what that's doing is helping to prepare our perfect. The world's not perfect, but we have a choice. We can condemn it, condemn the reality of it, or we can do something about it. We can determine in our heart and our minds, we are going to do what we can do to make a difference. And so I'm going to pray for you here today. In fact, there at Friendswood, I'm going to turn the service back over to Pastor Bo, and he's going to take it. But right here, I want to invite some prayer partners to come as we get ready to to wrap up today. I want to invite some prayer partners to come because I believe that in this place right now, there are some people that that are frustrated with the reality of your life. You're frustrated with maybe the lack of financial resources that you're possessing. Maybe you're frustrated right now in your marriage. Maybe you're on the verge of a separation. Some of you are here today very frustrated with your career path. Maybe you're looking to change jobs. You just, in general, you're just not feeling very fulfilled where you are. 
In fact, I would dare say there's probably many people in this room right now that, that feels that way. We're gonna, as we get ready to go into prayer, we're gonna just create a space for us to step forward. And when you step forward for prayer, what you're acknowledging is, God, I'm coming forward so that you can do your part. But with that acknowledgement is the understanding, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna receive prayer because God, there's, there's an aspect of this I can't do on my own, but, but I'm, I'm gonna partner with you. In fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work like it all depends on me and I'm gonna pray like it all depends on you. And I'm just gonna believe that over time, what is frustrating me is going to start to flourish. And it's gonna become green and some just absolutely beautiful things are gonna become my reality. So all over this place, if you just lift your hands with me, close your eyes, we're gonna begin to pray. And there are some right now facing some really impossible situations. I want you to know that you've come to the right place here today. You're in the house of God. His presence, his power is here, and he is here to do a work in this place. So come on, church, lift your voice with me right now. We're going back into song. The team's gonna lead us into worship. And as we're crying out to God, come on, step out from where you are. Come forward for prayer. Let God work in your life and in your situation just because you're not experiencing Eden right now, just because you're not experiencing perfection or paradise in this moment doesn't mean that it's not a possibility. With God, all things are possible. Come on, church, let's sing. Let's cry out to heaven. <laughs>